0: I won't give up on love. Okay,
1: single, so I wanted her to sing for you all so bad. Bravo, Kate. You have beautiful voice. That was fabulous. Thank you.
0: That was very nerve wracking. Catherine, I did it as a joke. And then Catherine said, please, can you do that on the recording? Um, so you so are all welcome. hear how
1: we actually prepare for episodes. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. So you're welcome and sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you want to give up on love, this is such an important topic. Oh my gosh. And I imagine that there are many women listening who have wanted to give up on love many times, whether it's giving up on it while you're in a relationship or wanting to give up on it after a divorce or a breakup that felt so excruciatingly painful that you never wanted to feel that pain again. And you know, single women who've been single for a long time and just like, maybe I'll just give up. Maybe there's no one out there. And I see you, we see you and feel you and are here for all of it, sending you so much love. And we're really excited to reignite that little spark inside of you today so that you can come back home to the beauty and excitement and wonder of why love is so important in your life. So Catherine, I'm going to let you start.
1: And we are also going to address dating burnout in this episode. And if you've been curious about inner child work and what the heck that is, I'm going to bring some of that in on what's actually going on when you want to give up. And this is going to be interesting because one of the things that's really been true for me my whole life, and maybe this is one of my gifts, but I never wanted to give up (laughs) like it was like I even as a little kid in my obsession about love and even through all my breakups if you are new to my story every boyfriend I've ever had broke up with me I had a lot of reasons to think there must be something wrong with me or maybe love isn't cut out for me and I find it so spectacularly beautiful The women who've had multiple marriages and refuse to give up. The women who refuse to believe that one heartbreak means the end. And we want to bring more consciousness to this process and really talk about what's actually happening when you want to give up. I mean, I will say maybe in one of my greatest pains, okay, I have to out myself now. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure there's a Voxer or two that I left Kate last year. We no, know. Yeah. <laughs> while having while being in fights with my husband being like I'm getting a divorce and I will never get married again <laughs> okay listen yeah, yeah okay we all have moments <laughs> <laughs> yes I do there have been a boxer or two when we're we're in that helpless but here's the thing it's when you drop to the helpless place of the inner child that's under the age of four when you really believe that nothing can change. That's actually what's happening. You drop and you forget your power. You drop and forget that you are in charge of your life and you're in charge of your experience. And this human experience includes every possible feeling. This is more for the women who, after they've been online dating for like a week are ready to throw in the towel, (laughs) or like you don't get what you want after like one date, And you're building resiliency, you're building emotional maturity. And that honestly is the gift of love and life. Like the purpose of life is to become more empowered, more resilient and the gift of spirituality right? The gift of spirituality is that I can handle everything that life brings and I surrender any idea of perfection in life because it doesn't work that way. Even though we all work really freaking hard to try and have that in our faces um, and our bodies and then in our relationships. So what do yeah. your clients sound like? Or did you did you ever want to give up? Have you ever wanted um, to give up? Hmm,
0: probably. I mean, certainly in moments. And I've had moments where I'm like, okay, I'm giving up on men. I'm going to go for women. (laughs) That just feels easier. And then I really, I really lean into it. It's like, because I feel so understood by my female friends and so deeply loved and cherished. And then I think about how intense it would be to be with a woman and just be in emotions all the time. I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) maybe not. Um, We'll see. But yeah, I I've certainly had moments of it. I'm trying. I can't like no moment is standing out where I believed it for a long period of time. But for me, the most significant I guess the most significant time for me was when I left my five year relationship with Charlie. It was my first time being single um, like ever (laughs) for more than five minutes um and i was single for 3 years single but i was dating so okay two of my best friends have different definitions of single one of them single to her is like not dating nothing and to me and my other um bestie being single is like dating but not being in a committed relationship so my definition of single is dating but not being in a committed relationship and i was single for 3 years and i i wasn't I didn't want to give up on love, but I certainly was holding the perspective of I'm so happy. I created this independent, sovereign, beautiful life. Like I went from being so dependent on my happiness and my self-worth being dictated by having a partner forever. Like since I was 13, I always had a boyfriend and my my entire self-worth was built on it. And so for the first time in my life, I designed my life that it was solely Everything I was doing was for me. I was being sacredly selfish. I was learning how to love myself in ways I'd never fathomed and never been able to do in relationship. And so I got to the place where my life was so freaking rich and so full that I would say, you know, I don't know if I ever want a relationship again because I'm so happy and I feel so good in my life. And I love the freedom to be able to just date whoever I want and date multiple guys at a time and have the the freedom to just make choices without considering anyone else without impact without it was so freeing and when i really landed on that place that's when i attracted jeff into my life so and and then got into a a relationship again um and so there is some magic in in surrendering to your life as it is i just think when you want to give up on love all you're doing is giving up on parts of yourself because again And we say this every freaking episode, like all love is, is you touching on different parts of yourself. So basically you're saying, okay, I'm going to give up on myself. I'm going to lock my heart away and I'm going to live my life in my head. And you are robbing yourself of a lot of pleasure and a lot of joy and a lot of just... Epic moments magic. and experiences and magic. And so giving up on love, like the real, the truth is we don't have control over relationships. When people come and go, you can try, you know, I know with my clients they ha- and my friends, they have the most success when they're just in their own ma- mag- magnetic energy. They're feeling really great. And then they meet someone at the grocery store or they have an epic connection online or something happens because they're not in that place of needing it. So when you just have this, when you land in that place within yourself where you just feel good in your life and you take responsibility for feeling good and you're not buying into the story that you want to shut out love and you're not buying into the story that you need a boyfriend to feel happy or a husband or whatever, or a wife regard, like wherever your storyline is, it's taking you away from being in the experience of the now. And you're the most magnetic to everything you desire when you are home. And so giving up on love is just giving up on you. It's giving up like you are going to experience epic short-term relationships and long-term relationships and even like epic dates and like awkward dates that suck, but you get to learn something about yourself or you get to learn how to be boundary and stand up for yourself. Like there's something in it for you. There's always something in it for you. But if we're just looking through the lens of fantasy and dating And having love is just one person forever. And it's like that whole story robs us from actually experiencing the love in our hearts that we have access to in any moment.
1: Amen. 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 So good. Because it is that when you want to give up on love, you're giving up on life. It's bigger than yourself, it's giving up on life. And it really is, for me, the purpose of spirituality. Like I don't, I wouldn't be able to do being human. I mean, there's some really tough stuff that we go through. And if we didn't connect to something greater, if we didn't believe in the purpose and meaning of our lives, which I believe is to awaken all of who we are, to experience the gift of love and certainly not only one person, but it's a spiritual muscle of saying yes to life. I mean, yes to love is yes to life. And when you want to give up, usually a couple things have been happening. You know, I have, I attract a ton of clients. So they say this story, I've been dating for 10 years and it hasn't worked. So why the hell would I, you know, hire a relationship coach? Or I've been single for a really long time and I, I don't know if you did this but everybody has to stop dating when they start working with me because you're mm-hmm. about to shift states of consciousness and most of the time when you want to give up you're re- working really hard at trying to make something happen and that's not how love works mm-hmm. right we, maybe you're you've achieved goals in your life you know how to go after your dreams in your life but then that's how you're approaching love like you're going to make love happen and yeah that is a tremendous exertion of energy trying to make something happen. And I love spiritual teacher, Michael Beckwith. I use this all the time. He says, you don't make love happen. You make love welcome. And all of the work, you know, I don't teach manifest love. It really is about being receptive to, open to, allowing magic in your life and everything you just said, not clinging and needy, not asking someone to be responsible for your feelings or your worthiness and not doing the fairy tale bullshit of I'm up in a tower with a million dragons that someone else has to slay in order to get to me. Right, Love is vulnerable. Being human is vulnerable. And yes, we all want to be defended against the things that hurt us. We all want to be protected from pain, but that's not what life is. That's yeah. not what life is. And actually, the more willing you are to feel pain, I actually, I really believe a sign of emotional maturity and a woman's freedom is no longer being afraid of any of her feelings. Mm -hmm. Right? Like that's what sets you free. And most of what we're doing, we control other people thinking if I can just get them to behave a certain way, then I won't have to feel anything. Or if Mm -hmm. I can just find a boyfriend in five minutes and not deal with the actual work of being vulnerable, honest, telling the truth, having boundaries on dating, if I could just click a button and then have a boyfriend, then I'd somehow be protected from pain. Right. And in those moments right there, I was in pain, leaving you those boxers last year where I was convinced that the answer was to never get married again. (laughs) I was getting a divorce rather than I had to deal with my pain and the feelings of ache and disappointment and then let them guide me into something I need. If you're feeling burnt out, you are absolutely dating the wrong way. You are exerting your energy to go against whatever you're trying to create rather than learning how and the worst part of the fairy tale you and i talk with us all the time is the message that women are powerless in love all you have to do is hang out in your tower and then your knight in shining armor is gonna come and find you and then that's the kind of entitlement of like why should i learn how to date right like why why should i sign up for work on myself when guess what the road to relationship hell is two people who've never worked on themselves like the road to a tremendous amount of pain and absolutely hating dating and being frustrated in dating is not doing the deeper childhood wounding work of a child that thinks they should just throw a tantrum and be able to get what they want. <laughs> Rather than learning patience and learning the actual skill of being vulnerable and honest and taking responsibility for your emotions Right, You know someone's really, really unsafe if they don't respect your boundaries, right? That's a classic thing in early dating. If someone gives you a hard time and you set a boundary, that's a sign of tremendous emotional immaturity. And it's a sign of your emotional immaturity when you wanna throw in the towel when you've been working at something for like two weeks or when you've been banging your head up against the wall, trying to make something happen in dating, rather than dealing with yourself, looking at yourself, no one can save you from yourself. And guess what? I think the world sets up women to like want that, right? We want to be saved. We want to be rescued. We want to be taken into happily ever after when we can escape the givens of life. And I love that you always anchor in like over and over again. Like we have no, you have no control. You have no control of when love arrives. You have no control over the course of a relationship, but you absolutely have control over yourself. And that's the work of healing is like learning how much control you have over your own thoughts, feelings, and behavior and how much choice you have. So let's stop throwing little childhood, child tantrums um, around dating and give yourself a reset. I'm sure you've had clients that's like, okay, you gotta take a break from dating. Like, if this is where you're oh, ending yeah. up, like take yeah. a break. And it doesn't mean dating's the problem. I always think we don't say like cars are the problem. Like, you know what? We also just stop driving cars. Cars are the problem. It's the people driving the cars. And I feel that way about dating. Dating is not the problem. Online dating apps are not the, the problem. It's the people on the dating apps that are the problem <laughs> and the yeah. emotional immaturity. And this just real, like, ego entitlement about what we think about life.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like who's driving the car? That's the yeah. that's the question in the work that I do with women. It's like for most women when they, I mean not most, all all women, <laughs> when they first start working with me, their saboteur is in charge. Their saboteur is driving the car and the saboteur's job is to protect that little girl inside. So it's like a hybrid of your work and my work. Protect that little wounded girl inside. The saboteur is like, okay, we're gonna like the, uh, we've talked so far today about two aspects of the saboteur, the controller and the fantasy addict. So the fantasy addict is the one that's just waiting, wanna be rescued, wanna find love. Like will never lean in, lean in and like drop into themselves and learn how to like really love your life as it is knowing that when you have a relationship there's going to be elements of your life that will be different and you'll miss. So being able to really be with the experience right here, right now, and use dating as a tool to grow and use dating as a a way to connect and practice keeping your heart open, even when your heart wants to close and like date for fun and date for the experience and date for connecting and meeting different souls. But if you're saboteur's driving when you're dating and you're either like, oh, no guy's good enough, that's the Mm -hmm. controller, or you're the fantasy addict, Oh my gosh, I think this guy's the one because he's handsome and funny and like makes good money. Oh, that rhymed. I'm a poet and <laughs> I didn't know it. Um, Is like, who's driving the car? If your saboteur, your protective mechanisms are driving the car, it's not going to go well. Love, like, that's a setup for a really, you know, hard time in relationship and it the the part of you that wants to give up on love is the controller because the controller is like fuck I can't control the outside I can't I can't get the right relationship I can't get a guy like all these false stories that you're believing there's no good men left there's no good men in my city so the controller feels out of control and so in order to try and regain control this part of you will be like uh okay, I'm just going to shut off from love altogether because I have no control over it and it's not working out. So like it's way safer to just shut off altogether. Mm. But again, totally ripping you off. Totally ripping you off. Like all the women I work with, when they start working with me, their hearts are so shut down. And because of that, they're exhausted, they're stressed Mm -hmm. out, they're, they're, they, they feel unattractive. They're not like they're not attracting um anyone. They're like their their life is such a grind. And it's Mm -hmm. like there's no, there's no life. Like you said, love is life. There's no life force energy if your heart is shut down. If you have walls around your heart. There's no life force energy. So get intimate with your saboteur, get intimate with your inner child. Catherine, and I will tell you, we, ha- we both have some tools that will support you. Catherine has a really hot program that I want her to tell you about that's coming up in January. Um, but I have a free resource you can use called the... Um, saboteur mini course. And it's on my Instagram. We, we also tag it below. Um, but it's on my Instagram and Kate Harlow XO, and you can download the saboteur mini course and get to know your saboteur. Um, so you can figure out who's leading because when you want to give up on love, you're giving, giving up on experiencing the magic of who you are. And you don't have to worry. Like when you're single, you don't have to worry. Like if you are dating, trying to control the outcome, it's not going to go well it's not going to go well
1: right to the outcome exactly like them.
0: that that is a the the millions of women that end up marrying someone that they don't want to be married to their gut screaming at them while they're walking down the aisle just because their controllers like we're supposed to be married that's what you do as a human in this lifetime in this on this planet earth so i'm going to go get married and do um, I'm going to get married and I'm going to, I'm going to do the thing you're supposed to do. And your controller's trying to control your life. And I'm going to lock away that little girl inside who's screaming like, no, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel good. But you're the controller will be like, nope, we're locking it away because we're not going to fit in and we're not going to be loved and accepted. If we don't follow the script and the rules that everyone mm. else is, it is a recipe for repression, D- disaster, recipe for disaster, mm. but repression, D- repression causes depression it causes anxiety it causes so much pain internally when you're ignoring your own truth and just following this script so yeah
1: so there's much, lots there so much and this you know I feel like we've had a couple epic episodes where we've started to dive into emotional mastery and and really navigating. So we always say, right, follow what feels good, right? You have to know what feels good. And in my experience, when someone's saying like, I want to give up, there's something they're feeling right. Mm. And it's just easier to say, I want to give up rather than I'm feeling Mm. really tired. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling disappointed i'm i'm feeling hurt or um you know and the naming of feelings this is a very very like emotional mastery level one like one like kindergarten level naming the feeling is the empowerment rather than pretending it's not there rather than judging yourself because that's the whole thing too right i'm i'm in the judgment which if you're judging yourself you're abandoning yourself adults cannot be abandoned I'm going to say it yes. again. Adults cannot be abandoned. Your abandonment wound is healed when you refuse to abandon yourself.
0: And yes. you abandon
1: yourself when you give up on the things that you dream about and desire. You abandon yourself when you don't make time for what actually matters to you. If you're telling yourself, "Oh, I don't want love. I'm just throwing myself, you know, into work or telling myself I'm fine because I love my life," but there's that desire that you feel when you go to bed at night and when I think of the, my whole, like I refuse to give up on love is I believed in that intimacy. I believed in the connection of what happens, right? We mm-hmm. are alive with our friends because we're not attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. We're alive. You know, I, I wrote a post actually this week about our, the reason we're obsessed about love is because it's imprinted in every single one of our psyches right? We are designed to love and we're not designed to collapse into only one person to make us feel good. We're designed to experience all of who we are. And everyone forgets that. Like, I love everyone wants a relationship. And then like one week into it, it's like, oh fuck, there's shit I have to actually work on. (laughs) Like there's stuff I actually have to work through. And so it's not an externalization of the problem, right? It's a pause right now. If you have wanted to give up, What are you feeling? What's actually happening for you? Can you get self-aware to say, what skills do I actually have to learn? Which maybe might look like letting other people have boundaries, which maybe has to look like you learning how to actually be vulnerable and share what's real and true for you, name your feelings. It may have to look like discernment in dating, how to stop wasting time on the wrong people and engaging with the wrong people that aren't even bringing energy toward you right everything yes, comes back so to self love and self worth right i and i i really dating without boundaries life without boundaries relationship without boundaries is really going to be freaking hard and over and over again we keep coming back to you know the skills of love it's not only what we've been fed about a fantasy but you haven't been taught to love and i found myself saying you know yes we're both teachers of love and i think you and i both live student of love mm-hmm. right like we live student of life choosing to see our life in service to the evolution of our souls choosing to see whatever we're going through in each of our relationships as teaching and learning of okay what is mine to see here what what do I need to bring myself to, and as someone, I mean, gosh, with Andrew being sick, I like to think I have like a friggin' PhD in relationship now with everything I've learned over the past few years, but, you know, people are struggling in real- I mean, 2020 has rocked us all, right. And you're being asked to get clear on who you are and what actually matters to you. And if you want to give up, it's time to take a look at where am I out of alignment with what I say I want. Right. Where am I out of alignment with how I'm behaving toward myself? Right. How is this a protection against something? I don't really want to deal with, right? Like what am I avoiding? And you're allowed to reset, but you never have to give up on your desires for anything you want in your life. And I bet if you think about anything that you've really wanted, I mean, tell me something you've wanted that happened in five minutes. Like tell me anything that you've desired in your life that you haven't actually had to develop resiliency around, develop skills around, deal with all the bumps in the road around, right? And so welcome to the gift of being human. Welcome to the way you hold any desire, but love is not something you make happen. It's not something you throw. What's the, like the spaghetti test, right? Like I'm gonna throw it against the wall and and see if it sticks. I think that's what so many people are doing with dating. I'm just going to throw a profile up with no intention. I'm not even going to be vulnerable. I'm not going to think about what I want. I'm going to assume that someone will find me even if I put pictures that are blurry and I don't even look happy in, but he should be able to, to choose me out of a sea of thousands of millions of people. And I'm going to hope I am just going to do the spaghetti test with dating. Yeah. That's a surefire way to feel like crap and want to give up on love and blame dating or blame your, you know, city. So, yeah, we don't want you to give up on yourself, period. Yeah,
0: and so much of love is energetics, like, and, and calling in, like, relationships specifically, because we use the word love, and love is, like, love is everywhere. Love is not just in romantic relationship, which I think is clear at this point, but love is available to us in every moment. And it's really the core of who we are. And um, you think about little children and puppies and they're just pure love. It's like, that's who we started out as. And that's who's at the core. That's what's at the core of every single one of us. And we're either... Embodying it and embracing it and being it in the world, or we're or we're trying to, or, or our saboteurs in charge trying to get it from someone else. So it's so much of this is energetics. Where is it coming from? Is like, are you? Are you like, it's like holding, and you've, you've said this so many times, the desire for love, like there's nothing wrong with your desire for love. Can you hold the desire for love, but let go of the fantasy or the story about what that looks like? Like if you're sitting there, you know, in that, and we've talked lots about this on other episodes, like the checklist of what the guy is like, well, it's just the wrong focus because now you have this narrow pers- narrow, limited perspective. And the reality is, What you're going to attract when love, when relationship is meant for you is not necessarily going to look how you think it's going to look. So as long as you have that script of what the guy is supposed to be like, which is mostly conditioned, we're taught what we're supposed to want as women in men and men are taught, you know, that what they're supposed to want in women. And so that's your conditioned self. That's your saboteur. That's not your soul. So when you come back to your heart and you come back to the energetics of, ooh, I deeply desire to feel love, to feel connection, to experience intimacy with a man or with a woman, Mm -hmm. I deeply desire to, to... to call that in and you allow yourself to like feel the excitement of that, but don't operate from the the fantasy and the, the story about it. Cause as long as you're trying to find love on online dating or trying to find love at speed dating, my friend did speed dating the other day on, on my, she did speed dating on zoom. Oh,
1: wow. And it was like this. And they were all
0: local. They were all local to Vancouver. And she said there were four super, and it was conscious speed dating. And there were four oh like gosh, super wow, cool. aligned guys. And she, she was so surprised. So I thought that was really sweet, but there's like, there's so many ex places out there where, um, you know, if you're hiding in your basement and you're doing all the inner work, but you're hiding in your basement and you know, it's COVID. So most of us are hiding in our <laughs> basements. Um, but there's Zoom many, speed eating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's so many things, but it's like, but it's not, not much is going to happen. But when you walk through the world with your heart open and your light turned on, I mean, you could meet anyone anywhere, but like the energetics of online dating If you're coming from this filled up place within yourself and you're online dating, like we said earlier for the experience as opposed to to get a result, the result is going to be the thing, like trying being attached to a result, being attached to what the guy's supposed to be like or look like is the thing that's going to either have you say yes to misaligned people or have you push away energetically the thing that's actually right for you. So like the energetics of being able to hold the desire, but let go of the fucking store. I need a boyfriend. I've got to get married. I'm a certain age. like let go of the story. You can, you can simultaneously be completely open to love and deeply desire love and be totally cool on your own and all the things that you're desiring to get from a relationship like that you start giving that to yourself so that when he, when the right person comes along you're just a magnet because you're so filled up already and all those parts of you are already firing you're not like okay now I want to be turned on like you're like you're turned on already you're we've done lots of episodes around pleasure and womb and all these things like of how to cultivate that deep 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 turn on within yourself so that you don't need someone to turn you on you don't need someone to tell you you're sexy because you know you are. You feel sexy. Everything in your life is set up to have you feel beautiful and feel sexy and feel turned on and feel alive and feel excited or whatever you're trying to get from relationship.
1: And I keep thinking when you want to give up, there might be something to give up, but it's not love, Mm -hmm. right? So checking in, maybe I need to give up, chasing, this process. Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to give up proving that I'm enough. Maybe I need to give up my attachment to how fast this is going to happen. So we've talked about, if you haven't listened to, should I stay or should I go? We talked about that being a question that invites, well, one, it's the wrong question, but two, it invites a portal of transformation. So I always think that if in this, when you want to give up on love, It's actually a portal of transformation that not to give up on love, which is what your mind is saying, oh, if I give up on love, then I'll never be hurt. I'll never have to feel this thing. I'll never have to do this work, but there might be a way of being that is absolutely time for you to be put to rest because I'm thinking this is absolutely cycles in my business. I have wanted to give up on my business in the past few years. And usually what's happened, this has been my practice when that comes up, I know that there's a way of being that's time to be put to rest. And so you can use this when it comes to dating. And I keep thinking of the reinforcement of a cycle when you don't see yourself as the creator of your life. Okay. So I don't see myself as the creator. I hope and a wish in dating. So usually what that looks like is not being honest. I'm usually pretending to be someone I'm not. I'm going on a million dates that I'm not even really interested in so that I don't get any actual traction in my love life. Of course, you're gonna then wanna give up and you're gonna point the finger out saying, oh, that's the problem why I wanna give up rather than the way you've actually been functioning in dating. And of course, the answer to all of this is doing the work to fall in love with yourself in your life. The answer is saying, you know, a good dating question is what do you do when you don't get what you want? (laughs) <laughs> like emotional maturity is the sign of what do you do when you don't get you what you want and you and I am sure in both of our businesses there've been turning points obstacles but we stay true to our desire t- stay true and committed to ourselves and what we want to create in our life and my 6 month program is called committed to love which is essentially about being committed to yourself so if you're the woman who has put other people first you're the woman who is still struggling with abandonment wounds you're the woman who is still performing and proving and being people pleasing. And you can be in a relationship and not be committed to yourself. And this is the deeper work. This is the now cleaning up all those childhood wounds, learning how to live sovereign in sovereignty and learning how to actually set boundaries. Like the, the boundaries of one-on-one, I spend a whole month on learning how to communicate them without punishing people, right? Without big reactivity. And without being, you know, really disconnected from why it's important to you to have the boundary. You know, I had a client last week and and we were closing our work and she said, you know, my biggest learning is that boundaries make my relationships safer. My Mm. my biggest learning is that when I set boundaries, my people in my life respect me more. Right. And it was a whole new paradigm shift because for people pleasing women, we think setting a boundary is going to make everyone leave. And if you try to set a boundary with an unhealthy person, usually they are, but then you yeah. think the problem is what you just did rather than, oh, they were unhealthy. So again, when I want to give up on love, there's something I'm being asked to let go of, but it is not your desire. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and when I'm living, not committed to myself, I think every episode's about this, which is why I knew I had to call my, my program was committed to love because I was the codependent who was committed to everybody but me. Right, I was the self-sacrificer, saboteur. (laughs) And, and, And if you don't make a decision over and over again, it's a decision every single day to show up for yourself over and over again. It's a decision to show up for love. And there are going to be days in your relationship when you want to throw in the towel. There's going to be days when you're disappointed, but what are you devoted to? That's the thread in everything. What are you committed to if it's not yourself? It might be something that's hurting you and not serving you and not supporting you. So
0: I love the word devoted and I love the name committed to love. And I so happy you brought this in because it's like, why the fuck do we wanna give up on success and wanna give up on love and wanna give up on all the good things? Like why don't we give up on the shitty things that are causing us so much pain and suffering? And I love that. It's like learning how to be a woman who walks through the world with her heart wide open and her boundaries in place. It's like in your power, with your voice activated, uh, able to speak your truth and stand with and for yourself and follow your own truth and have your heart wide open. That's so beautiful. Um. Definitely. How do they
1: find out about Committed to Love? On my website. Amazing. And there's a brand new, brand spanking new, beautiful link on Committed to Love. And if you're interested in the program, offering exploration calls around it to see if you're a fit, it is limited to only 10 women. So it's a super intimate program. And we're doing it for six months. Right. This is both you and I, we're not hit it and quit it coaching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not, like the, we're the, depth, the depth work on the container and supporting you and in emerging into the gift of all of you know expression of all of who you are and the healing of all the wounds that have kept you from being yourself in the first place and Love we it. are coming to a close of 2020 the first yes. year of this podcast and, and the pandemic and, I, <laughs> and the pandemic But Kate and I seriously, I mean, we have spent it felt like the past few weeks, you all have been showing up for us like crazy telling us how much you love the podcast. There's more activity in the new tooth movement Facebook group. You are you mean so much as you're the reason why we're doing this the amount of women every day who are like the podcast is changing my life. I mean, you have to okay we have to maybe do our like beginning of podcast story because it took Kate and I like several months to record our first episode once we decided (laughs) (laughs) that we wanted to do this together. And so it feels important to tell you that because we're walking this with you. Like we're two people that live in integrity of consistently investing in ourselves. We have our yeah. own coaches. We are surrounded by amazing women in our life. We are business besties and business wives that call each other crying sometimes constantly who question every episode sometimes. We're <laughs> like, I hope it's good. <laughs> and then you guys all tell us how wonderful it is. So we're so grateful for you. And we really want you to know that that you're the reason why we're doing this. And this is it. You came to me and said, Catherine, do you want to start a podcast? Because we, know and feel as two very sensitive souls, the pain of women in this world right now, the amount of pain that people are in around love and relationship, we're done with that. This podcast is to wake you up to say that that is not the norm. That is not the status quo. That is not how you're supposed to be living. No more settling, no more sabotaging, no more second guessing yourself every freaking day. So we really want you to know how much we love you and appreciate you. Thank you for listening to the New Tooth Podcast. Thank you for all of the reviews, the amazing reviews and five-star ratings and joining the New Tooth Movement Facebook group. We are so, so grateful.
0: And so much magic and love to come in 2021. And I recommend for you, um, because I think this is the last episode um, of this year that we're doing, just the two of us. Yeah, so- Um, I just want to say that this is a great time to be really, really intentional with being grateful for all the lessons and gifts that have come from 2020, um, because there are gifts no matter how challenging this year has been. I know that for me, um, a year of not traveling was so hard and a year of not doing my immersion in Greece was so hard. And because of that, I had to ground myself deeply to the earth because I wasn't on airplanes all the time. And I got to rebirth so many new facets to my business and create a whole new world of virtual programs. And like, it's been such a gift. And I see that for everyone in my life. There's been so many, so many of us have been rocked and challenged. And so many of us have risen to the challenge and grown because of this experience. That's what happens with love. When relationships fall apart, when relationships rock us, when dating rocks us, there's always a gift in it. So do some reflecting on 2020. Thank 2020 and um, planet earth for all the Mm -hmm. lessons that you're learning and set some intentions for who you want to step into in 2021. It's uh, astrologically. I mean, it's the, the consciousness levels are being raised tremendously. And this is an opportunity Um, a portal really to step into all of who you're ready to be. And Catherine and I would love to support you through that portal. We have programs, we have um, ways that you can work with us to really reclaim all of who you are. Um, If it's not with us, I recommend it's with someone that you start investing in yourself and you start like actually choosing who you want to be in this lifetime, because it's up to you. The life and love that you desire is available to you, you just have to create it. So sending you so much love. So much love. And we'll see you soon.
1: Bye.